after having gotten the O shot. And it is a went a little bit viral just because of how descriptive she was. If you want to uh, be entertained, that's a, an entertaining article to take a look at. But basically, what it will do, PRP will cause greater arousal from clitoral stimulation due to increased new vasculature and new nerve to the area. It will help to tighten the introitus. It will increase sensation at the G-spot, improve color and tone of the skin, and indirectly increase sexual desire because if it feels better, you may want it more. And it also takes away some of the discomforts and improves overall urinary incontinence. And this procedure has a success rate of somewhere between 80 to 90%, which is pretty Hey there, my friend. Welcome to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA with a background in public health and neuroscience. I'm also your peak performance coach. I had to say no to working extreme long hours where I was always on call and feeling exhausted, underappreciated, and undervalued, and said, heck yes, to a life and career that elevates my energy and passion without compromising my health and sanity. Now, I'm on the mission to support ambitious healthcare professional like you with a demanding career to become a confident leader who are living purposefully and fulfilled to truly be both a powerhouse in your career and a passionate person in life. Let's start our journey today. Hi, my friend. How are you? This is your host, Sabrina. So today's episode is a special one extracted from the virtual summit to power our healthcare professionals back in 2020, especially in the heat of pandemic, where we donate all the proceeds to the foundation at Cigna, where they had a fund to help those who has passed away, especially healthcare professionals, where they left their family behind. So this has a special meaning, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, if you wanted to be on the wait list for any of my in-person or virtual event coming up, go to sabrinarombach.com forward slash summit. Without further ado, enjoy today's episode. We have Caroline De Lucia. She is awesome lady, book author, popular author is called Ultimate Intimacy. And she is someone who is a um, board certified OBGYN physician since 1992, very experienced. And she took a special interest in female sexual health and regenerative medicine since 2014. She's the faculty for the Cellular Medicine Association, the American Aesthetic Association, and the Intimate Wellness Institute. She's the author as we mentioned, The Ultimate Intimacy, The Revolutionary Science of Female Sexual Health. Her mission is to empower and make women aware of how to ensure the best intimate health throughout her life. Welcome, Dr. Delucia. So we'll have her take away. 
Thank you. So I am 58 years old, but I have been practicing medicine since 1992. And I too have an entrepreneurial mind. And I realized back when my children were little, now they are both physicians and young women. But at the time that they were little, I wanted to be more of a mom and not be delivering everybody else's children all the time. So I stopped doing obstetrics in 2001 and had to find a new way to bring some income into the family. And what I discovered was that aesthetics, Botox, fillers, that kind of stuff seemed to be another stream of income. And it did help, but I'm still a gynecologist. And what ended up happening is that I was introduced to an entire new field coming into the world that was called vaginal rejuvenation. And we're going to go into what that actually is and was and where it plays into all of this now. But it's a secondary stream of income and an extremely important way that women need to be aware and couples need to be aware that intimacy is a very significant part of our everyday lives. When there's a problem in intimacy in a relationship, unless both parties are on the same page, let's say both parties do not want to be intimate anymore, yet they have an understanding and they're comfortable with that situation, then that's fine. But when one person or the other feels slighted, it's a huge wedge in the relationship and can cause havoc throughout your life. You feel unsatisfied, you feel left out, you feel hurt, and all of those aspects and emotions that go through life will affect your future. So going back to principles that a physician must take before entering into this realm, you have to think about ethical issues. It's an extremely private part of life, and it's taboo. People don't want to talk about it. Doctors don't want to bring up the topic. Patients don't want to bring up the topic, yet it's very important. So ethically speaking, let's get down to simple principles of what a physician must take into heart before even even contemplating participating in this type of medicine. Number one, non-maleficence. This really goes for every field, but first, do no harm. And you must realize that you're dealing with intimate anatomy and any kind of enhancement should never be it for anything but the patient's well-being. Autonomy of the patient. The patient must be at least 18 years old and must be psychologically stable. No body dysmorphic disorder because they're never going to be satisfied and may have inappropriate intentions. And beneficence, it's only to be doing it for a true, genuine reason of benefiting the patient, not monetary benefits. And justice. If it's purely aesthetic correction, it should not be performed at the expense of others. If the surgeon is uncomfortable doing the procedure, you just don't go there. 
Another thing that's very important is understanding female anatomy. For the most part, most people are very confused. And what they call a vagina is really the vulva or the external anatomy. The internal anatomy, as shown in this picture, is the uterus, the cervix, the ovaries, the fallopian tube. The external female genitalia are our vaginal opening, the clitoris, and the labia minora and labia majora that make up our vulva. And those are important discriminating factors that really show how little is understood about the female anatomy. And of course, the most important part of a female anatomy in speaking of sexual function is the clitoris. The clitoris is homologous to the penis, and believe it or not, it has as many nerve endings and some say double nerve endings of a penis. And that is just in the very tip that you can see. And that area is the glands of the clitoris, yet there is a full horseshoe area of the clitoris that is not visible and does have quite significant impact in female sexual function. And where this lies is along the pelvic brim bones and also along the opening of the vagina. The vagina itself is the outer one-third. Highest concentration of vaginal mucosa is in that lower third. The inner two-thirds have very low nerve endings and very little muscle. The G-spot, does it exist? Doesn't it exist? Well, it was first described by Dr. Grafenberg in 1950s. It's a area of sensitivity in the front portion of the vagina in the midline right below the urethra, just about an inch inside. The interesting fact about the G-spot is that some people think it doesn't exist. That area is present in every woman. Whether or not it has sexual satisfaction or any impact, or if it's erogenous, is variable per woman. And that is, I like to compare to nipple sensitivity or the neck. Some people find it very sensual to be kissed on the neck. Other people do not. And it's a matter of how erogenous that area is to you. The G-spot, once again, does it exist, doesn't exist. A one study in England said that it did not, and they studied women from 23 to 83. And yet the Italians, of course my people, said, oh, no, no, it does exist indeed. And when you find it, you sure know you found it. And what happens to women over time? Many different aspects affect our sexual well-being. Having children changes the anatomy of the vagina, making it perhaps feel loose or laxity as it's referred to, and also a decrease in sensation. Over time, the mons pubis, which is the area above the bone, that area can become fatter and the labia become lax and become empty tires, like flat tires. And the decrease in estrogen that occurs as we age causes a lack of blood flow, vaginal dryness, and that horrible word, atrophy, which then causes loss of sensation and loss of libido. 
the word vaginal rejuvenation came about initially due to surgical procedures that were being used in an attempt to improve sexual function and or appearance. So it was cutting out of the labia in size, perhaps tightening the opening of the vagina, plumping the labia with fat. But then came non-invasive procedures and that was the event that really changed the entire field because so many women do not want downtime. They don't want surgery. So what can be done? Patient selection usually depends on the typical aspects, their medical status, their psychological status, the patient's desires, and the pros and cons. And your consultation will be typical with history and physical, and, and the physician particularly will pay more attention to the external and internal female genitalia. The female health concerns, the patients are coming in complaining about the changes from childbirth, the laxity, involuntary loss of urine, which is urinary incontinence, atrophy, symptoms of menopause, that can feel like having intercourse with a round hairbrush instead of male anatomy. Very, very uncomfortable. And uh, hormonal issues. The loss of sensation, it can be due to postpartum, it can be due to injury, it can be hormonal and menopausal. One of the wonderful ways to treat this is with PRP. PRP, platelet-rich plasma, is the elixir of life. It's the part of our blood that helps us heal ourselves. It activates all our natural stem cells to create new tissue needed in an area of injury. It's been extensively used in orthopedics, and now we are using it for female sexual health. Painlessly taking a person's own blood, spinning it down in FDA-approved kits, FDA-approved centrifuges specifically for the use of the PRP, and injecting it back into the area of concern. And with that, the patient is growing new nerve, new blood vessels, and regenerating function. And there's nothing more natural than you healing yourself. And it's the liquid gold, simply going back to medical school days, the Buffy coat is the platelet-rich plasma. The serum above is the platelet-poor plasma. And you can di concentrate that down. The ideal sweet spot seems to be somewhere between four to eight time concentration of how it originally comes out. And we can do this in a procedure called the O-Shot, and we're going to be addressing the full orgasmic system, not just the little piece of a clitoris that can see, not just the G-spot, but also the hormonal and neurological, psychological, and anatomical procedure. So one of my patients wrote this article after having gotten the O-Shot, and it is a went a little bit viral just because of how descriptive she was. If you want to uh, be entertained, that's a, an entertaining article to take a look at. But basically, what it will do, PRP will cause greater arousal from clitoral stimulation due to increased new vasculature and new nerve to the area. 
It will help to tighten the introitus. It will increase sensation at the G-spot, improve color and tone of the skin, and indirectly increase sexual desire because if it feels better, you may want it more. And it also takes away some of the discomforts and improves overall urinary incontinence. And this procedure has a success rate of somewhere between 80 to 90%, which is pretty impressive. One of the major issues that women have is loss of urine and the genourinary syndrome of menopause of atrophy. And the current treatments for urinary incontinence thus far are surgical with urethral slings that are now being pulled off the market because of terrible post-operative complications because they were widely used in the poor training situation, in my opinion. Minimal invasive procedures like lasers, erbium, or CO2, radiofrequency, these are energy devices that are absolutely revolutionizing the treatment of female sexual health. And they are just fabulous and should be very well known. And they're still a well-kept secret. So I'm on my soapbox trying to make people aware. Then there's platelet-rich plasma, as I had mentioned, and collagen and hyaluronic acid have certainly gone on the wayside with the advent of something as natural as PRP. Non-surgical methods now for urinary incontinence, we have one of my favorite is HIFEM. However, of course, there's the gold standard of Kegel exercises, which have been around for 40 years. No one does them enough and no one does them strong enough or well enough. But be it as it may, what you want to know is that a third of women over the age of 40 are suffering with these issues, half of the women over the age of 65, and these are women willing to speak about it. So the energy-based devices, once again, lasers or radio frequency, and what they do, they're very brief treatments ranging from 10 to 30 minutes. They're painless. There's minimal downtime with lasers three days with radio frequency none, and they make a world of difference. And the qualifications, you have to have a normal pelvic exam, not be pregnant, typical types of pre-procedural type of evaluation. HIFEM is high-intensity focused electromagnetic energy, a chair that you sit on six times, twice a week for three weeks or once a week for six for 28 minutes. And are you ready? It makes you do 11,200 perfect Kegel exercises in those 28 minutes, rebuilding the entire pelvic floor anatomy so that women can be continent. And I'm running the clinical trial across the nation for the effects on what? Sex. So if you have better muscle tone, better sexual response, simply because of increased blood flow and tone. So I want to thank you. Be aware that these are wonderful procedures. And that's our goal is to get that word out there. Thank you, Dr. Caroline. That was very informative. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. All right, my friend, how did you love this episode? Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can continue to build your positive intelligence for that beautiful mind of yours to live powerfully and passionate. I know this just 
the tip of the iceberg. You probably have a lot more question on actually how do I implement those things into my own life. Well, this is the solution. Joining us inside the private Facebook group. Go to facebook.com/groups/powerfulpassionate where I go live weekly to answer any questions that you have and continue to put more resources for you to help you to get to that point. You can be both powerful and passionate where you no longer working on any mundane work and truly focusing on the things that matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me and together we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.